ask your view on the fact that patients with psychiatric illnesses are being left in Beaumont A&E for extended periods of time and then to be told that the only bed for admission for them in the country is in County Cavan or Mead or Drogheda and patients are being bussed out of Dublin because the unit in Beaumont Hospital doesn't have sufficient beds or resources. Okay, I'm going to come to John Lyons on that one first. Um, John, what's your view on that? Yeah, like if you look at the uh, particularly the health budget in the round, but like mental health services in particular, there's been a huge uh, level of cutbacks over the last number of years. Some four billion has been taken out of the health budget in the past seven years. Uh, we've lost some thirteen thousand uh, beds, uh, according to the INMO, and the, the supports that are so badly needed for people who are suffering from uh, temporary mental, and they usually are only temporary uh, mental problems just acting there uh, it's, I think the cuts that were introduced in the 1980s, it took, the health system was still re- trying to recover from those cuts when the bank bailout of 2008 came along and we had a new round of cuts. So I think we need a huge investment over the next five years in the health service and mental health supports in particular because it is pretty shameful that I know one particular woman had to bring her daughter who was just in such a bad way to Bowman's A&E department and they spent six hours there and they just went home. They just went home. Uh, they, there was nothing that the A&E department could do for them. There was nowhere to refer them to. I know. Yeah. And that's, that's the impact of such drastic reductions in funding to the health years. It did, like, the actual implications of the policies implemented by Fine Gael and Labour, and before them Fianna Fáil and the Green Party, are truly vicious. They really are, the, the impact they have on people's lives. So over the next period of time, I think we do have an opportunity to restructure our society and our economy so it actually serves the needs of the majority of people in this country, including those who have mental health issues. That You would hope that as the basic... You you know, tenant of a decent society is that we, you know, there's a de- basic level of th- uh, threshold below we, uh, below which we don't let anyone fall, and that when you are in a spot of bother, whether it's you're out of work and you're looking for a job, that you receive uh, a decent welfare payment, or if you're going through some trouble uh, with a mental issue, that the supports are there for you. So I think particularly care in the community will be a huge element of those primary care centres, so that they're readily accessible to people in their own localities. But that would require a huge investment and the current crop of politicians belonging to the mainstream parties aren't willing to invest and they're happy to, to leave people languishing in such awful awfully difficult situations so we do need over the next five years huge investment and what people for profit is proposing is that we have to restore every single cut that has been uh, implemented to the health budget over the next five years okay, and that Donna. does require at can least I, another five years. Yeah, Donna, you can I think come in you on that. mentioned yeah. the Green Party in, in, in this government uh, many years ago. We were one budget where there were some cutbacks and we made sure that there wasn't cutbacks to education or to health. We were six TDs, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a government. So, you know, um, and, and, and the, the the state of the economy was not down to the Greens because if people had been listening to the Green economics we wouldn't have had the boom and bust with the property and, and the thing that happened. But, but anyway, but let's go, question, go back to that. So I go back to the head. Him, yeah. But I had to answer on that because this okay. gentleman to my but right keeps blaming the, the Greens because he obviously feels politically threatened um, by our rise in the polls. But anyway, let's go back to the fact that um, the mental health, I do believe that and um, we've launched our mental health policy and um, we have quite a lot of health professionals and mental health professionals in the Green Party and it's a big concern of us 
ourselves because, um, you know, I think that mental health is becoming an issue for us all. We've all, all of us at times in our lives are in danger of, 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 of our, our mental health and our well-being. And I think that we need to put structures in. Obviously, they should be there for when you have an emergency situation and the facilities should be there. But we should be looking at the prevention right back at the school, right back at the community. It's talking about, you know, with children, having uh, mindfulness in schools, having ways to deal with stress and to live in the present and to live in healthy communities. So we're talking about having, you know, the prevention rather than getting to... There's always going to be times where people have a breakdown, have a crisis that they need to be dealt with, and that should be dealt with as close to your home and as close to your community as possible. And we need to put resources into St. Vincent's. They should be able... If you're in Beaumont, it should be wherever it is close to your home that you should be able to get those services as close as possible to your home. And it's all within our policies. So if you want to look up on the website, we only launched it last week, Mental okay, Health. Donna. Thank right. you. Um, Donna, um, Finney, I'll bring you in a second now. Uh, Michal McDonagh. Uh, yeah, well, going back to the, to the question, um, as you know, the, the, we waited for years for the psychiatric unit to be actually put into Beaumont. Uh, that was originally to be part of the hospital when it was first developed. But uh, And it, this is very symptomatic of the, prob- the, the, the inequity in our health services. Mm-hmm. The private clinic took priority over that, over that psychiatric unit and it was many years before it was developed and now we have this, this situation where it's inadequate for the need that's out there. I think the record uh, under the government for patients on trolleys was 601 on, on one day and as we know a big proportion of that is, is in Beaumont. We need huge investment. We also need a complete reform of the health services. We, we heard earlier from the Minister that um, you know, what Labour would do in government. What we're going to get if, if, if Fine Gael comes back is a Fine Gael-led government. In the last uh, election, the Labour Party went into the election with a, a policy for universal health insurance based on a state insurance company. Fine Gael went in, universal health insurance based on private insurance. Fine Gael won out. The, the Labour Party dropped their, 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 their policy. The Fine Gael uh, policy had proved a complete failure. It went nowhere. So for the last number of years, we've had no policy, no health policy. It's just trundled along under the totally inequitable two-tier system, starved of of, uh, personnel. And as I said earlier, in terms of compounding these crises, what has happened is the health crisis has been compounded. I have met people on the doorsteps, healthcare workers, who said that we need to increase the investment in terms of employment of nurses, doctors, other health professionals. But the difficulty is now, the chaos is so bad in our hospital system that people who have emigrated to work in England, nurses and work in England, uh, don't want to wish to come back because the situation is so bad. So we're going to need a real concerted attempt to rebuild our health services. Okay, Finney, I'm yeah, come, can I, yeah, just going to come in on the uh, mental health. Just give me one second. I want to bring... Um, the government side in on this, just okay, for a moment. We've had a, a few voices from the other side there. So. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm, 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 I'm the only government voice who bothered to show up, so I get to answer all the questions. Um, um, I, you know, it's, it's easy to point at, uh, at, at problems and not offer solutions. I'll give you a very practical solution to the A&E problem in Beaumont. Now, I'm not somebody who just delivers, you know, issues press releases about how terrible things are. I actually went in and met the senior management team of Beaumont Hospital twice. Uh, I visited the A&E on a number of occasions over the last number of years. I brought Liam Duffy and his senior management team to meet Brendan Howland a number of months ago because he has a 45 million euro plan for a new A&E in Beaumont. The A&E in Beaumont is not safe. 
Anybody who's been in it knows it's not safe. And there is issues around staffing. There is issues around the demographic of the age profile of people who live around Beaumont Hospitals is quite elderly, so that has an impact on it as well. There's an issue around community beds. There's an issue of the capacity for nursing homes to be able to do uh, certain uh, minor procedures in their own facility as well and not be sending people up in ambulance up to the A&E. But fundamentally, there's a, there's, there's a physical problem. And they have an initial 20 million and a, and, and a maximum 45 million plan, which they have handed to Brendan Howland, which he is willing to commit to as, when, when we get back into government to roll it out. Because there, there are hospitals around the country who are, have been built since Beaumont was built, who have all said, well, we don't want to make the same mistakes that Beaumont made. So I, I understand absolutely where you're coming from, from the mental health perspective, uh, in terms of, of, of not feeling at ease in, in Beaumont and a &E. But fundamentally, when you're trying to fix something, the responsibility you have as a public representative is to speak to those who know intimately what the issue is and to find a solution. They have a solution. It's going to cost 45 million euro, but we're actually now in a position, because of the economic recovery, to deliver on things like that. And that's what I want to do in the last next number of years. Situation. Yeah. It's not going to change the situation for those people with mental health illnesses that need to be admitted to hospital and there's yeah. sufficient beds for them. Yeah, so what we, yeah, exactly. So if we, if we manage to separate the issues out, then we'll have a better, better capacity, a better ability to, to solve the problem long term. Okay, finally on this question. Uh, Can I just make three points in relation to the whole mental health issue and also the issue of beds and trolleys? First of all, I, I, a mental health uh, issue is a very important uh, priority issue for me because outside the issue of beds and services, the human issue is that we're losing a, a lot of quality uh, people to Irish society, and that, that should be said. The second thing is, a year ago I visited uh, Bowman Trolley, uh, Bowman Hospital and walked the, 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 the A&E and talked to the staff, frontline services, nurses, uh, consultants, and I was putting this point to all of them over the two-hour walkabout about the beds. And they were saying they needed, and the, their immediate need was in the region of 80 beds. Now, the, in the meantime, we went back to the minister, and the minister, uh, and Aon can confirm this later on, has offered, I think it's 30 beds. So the bottom line is, we need to plug that gap in the short term, 80 beds. And it's not a huge amount of beds when you look at the figures and the national figure. And the other issue is, in relation to the, uh, uh, the, the Bowman's A&E, the plan, the 45 million plan, yes, we, we all should support that, because that's something that needs to be done, uh, and needs to be done very quickly. And again, we shouldn't be kind of beating ourselves up about the, the figures. The figures is 45 million. If you look at the amount of money out there that's often wasted in the health services, that 45 million would have a major impact to all the people and particularly the patients. 